The college experience week four preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back at MyBookie, and they're now offering a hundred percent deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on all the week three NFL action. Enter the code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, MLB, and NFL and college football back in action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up the six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. To the college experience week four preview and picks show. My name is Colby Swingin' Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, a will to dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, hitting you with the hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Yeah, buddy. God bless America. You know, <laughs> I would say, uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan, there needs to be just more fat, sloppy pro wrestlers, you yeah. know. More I mean, lumberjack. I haven't watched pro wrestling in 20 years, but sure. I'm going to back you up on this one. I think one. that's probably why you haven't watched it. If there was some, that's true. They went to like fucking right. like yeah. painted face. Like the, I quit watching pro wrestling when like the mid nineties when they had like some guy dressed as a clown. <laughs> well, gold dust. My, my brother, uh, my brother kind of summed this one up, but I don't think they ever like really addressed it, but uh, there was definite like eighties, homosexuality going on in the WWF, like the bright pink fluorescent, whatever okay. tights, you that's know, what drew, that's what drew you to. That's why I loved it. That's why I don't watch it. I don't have that anymore. <laughs> no, but, uh, and then they, obviously that era kind of passed, you know? And so they had to address the fact that that was still going on. So they made the, the character gold dust, yeah. you know, the guy who's like, uh, 
like molesting the other guys while they're in the ring. And then I, d- uh, I don't remember that. I mean, the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't pick him up. Oh, obviously. Gold dust. Okay. And he'd like, he'd throw dust in your eyes. And then while you're like, you know, trying to recover and you're blinded, he's like molesting you. So that was, that happened huh. in the WWE. And then WWF, I still believe at the time. And then they were like, all right, we're moving into a new era. They had the rock and stone cold stone. Cold, who's like slamming beers and like slamming them against his head. And so that was a great era too. Pretty hard ass. But then where'd they go from it? I don't even know what the, WWF or WWE is doing anymore. What is their MO? You know, I mean, dude, this is John Cena being a bro. That was actually, I, uh, even all I know is Rock owns the XFL. All right. Yeah. That's I'm pretty sure that's all our listeners care about. That's true too. That's true too. <laughs> but I, I, maybe, uh, maybe there's a hint as to how it will be marketed. There's a good chance that Sergeant Slaughter was like a backup defensive tackle at, at Texas. State. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How many former wrestlers in the eighties actually played some ball? Probably a lot. I mean, there's Ron, Ron Simmons who played at yeah, Florida, Florida state. state. Yeah. yeah. The rock who played, well, he was, he was nineties uh, or two thousands, but he played at Miami. Yeah. And then you had Ric Flair, who I'm sure <laughs> would have won the Heisman trophy. Had he played in Savage was a baseball player. Yeah. He should have been in, uh, Probably Miami starting quarterback, Ray Flair. Oh, that dude. would have been perfect. That would have been amazing. <laughs> it absolutely amazing. Just blinging with well, all the brothers down there. Who's at- the closest to, to, to Flair? I think it's Joe Namath. Joe, sitting there Joe Namath, yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. And just apparently getting hammered before games and then yeah. going out and throwing like 400 yards. <laughs> Fucking animal. Dude, don't you miss the days where you could just see a player with a mink coat on the sidelines? <laughs> Why'd the NFL have to do that? I right. miss the old NFL head I miss, coaches. Uh, yeah, I miss... Uh, their attire. Phillips. Like, Wade's uh, Bum dad. Phillips. Bum Phillips. Yeah. Well, I don't even think you can get away with wearing a cowboy hat now as a head coach. Yeah. How fucking retarded are we? Yeah. Speaking of which, I want to go back to this. The little factoid I dropped to you the other... I don't know if I remember to drop it last week. Stumbled across this little nugget right here. What's that? You guys have all watched Goonies before? Yeah, of course. You know the big... Truffle Shuffle. The Truffle Shuffle, babe. We all, we all know it and love it. Uh, the big ass... Uh, sloth. Sloth. That dude was the number one pick in the 1973 NFL draft. How did I not know that? What team? Tampa? I, that, that sounds right. I think it might have been Tampa. It might have been even like their first pick. How did I not know that? that was I pretty, know. That's that incredible. Mind-boggling. But he's six foot eight. Like, you, that's not a. Uh, he's genuinely dude, huge in that movie. Up with sloth. I don't think that's how he actually looks. (laughs) Don't ruin my fucking fantasies, damn it. All right? (laughs) That dude on the other side. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you guys. Look, half the people listening to us are like, what the fuck did we just tune into right now? But this is our week four picks, podcast, and preview. All that good stuff. We're a couple of idiots over here. So just want to make sure. You know, In case that, you hadn't picked up on yeah, that already. That we are idiots, but we are idiots that know a thing or two about a thing or two. And I'm talking about some college football action, Patty C. Mm. I Woo. mean, I'm only sitting over here. Every game we've handicapped. We've done it for three years. If you're a first time listener for college basketball and college football, every single division one game. So this year, here we are sitting at. I, I'm at 34 and 15 ATS. Through the picking every game, thirty-four and fifteen. Where I'm missing the numbers here. Yeah, I'm quickly doing. The oh, you're, you're, you're I'm an idiot. You're a um, mathematician over here. But look, twenty-one plus thirteen. Okay, yeah, thirty-four. Yeah, you're right. Thirty-four and 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, then 
You are sitting over here at 30 and 19, just four games out of it. Decent. Hanging in there. NC Nick is sitting over here at 33 and 16, right in the mix. Boom. Now, lockwise, I'm sitting over here at a nice 14 and 5 on and the season. You're cooking. You're cooking Dude, on the locks. Even a couple of those locks were garbage. Yeah. Um, that I lost on. I'm, I'm getting not the ones I went on because I'm 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 like Ric Flair over here, man. Um, <laughs> I'm getting shellacked on the locks. Four and six on the locks. Yeah, only two games under 500. You can make it up this week, Patty C. That's true. That's true. And NC Nick is three and one on the locks. He was he's a little light. He yeah. Started out small. You he know, didn't what? trust the COVID shit. You, uh, Nick, Nick has a slow and steady approach to betting. He's not a guns out blazer like Colby D. I come firing. All right. I come firing. You better get ready for that. And you ever uh, watch like uh, legend of bagger Vance? I I mean, I think I did back in 2000. You're like the guy. uh, I'm not a big golf guy. Yeah. Well, they have three characters. One's like this cup guy. Tin cup is a good movie. That's my, that's if I go golf, you're the, the tin cup. Okay. Gilmore same, same would thing. probably be second. Gilmore. <laughs> Actually, no. Caddyshack would be second. I go, I go tin cup, Caddyshack tops. Those two are tops. I think I got to go Gilmore. Uh, over Caddyshack? Over all of them. Over tin cup too. No, you're wild. <laughs> I go, look, a lot of people have Caddyshack or Gilmore one. I go cup one. Yeah. Caddyshack two, Gilmore three. Is there any other golf movies besides Bagger Vance? Leslie Nielsen's fucking bad golf that NC Nick got me once. Actually, Bagger Vance is better than that. But what's your point? Where are you going with this Bagger Vance thing? Um, they have three golfers that play in the final tournament. One's okay. the fucking you know, throw your dick out and you know, hit the ball where it's gonna go. That's your style. Yeah. Nick is a more like uh, methodical, okay. you know, perfectionist, and I'm I'm the hero, you know, who's oh, trying to get his shit together. Yeah, you're the guy yeah. in the. I'm the guy in last place. Did the, wasn't there a scene where they had to pull up, they had to pull up a car for like headlights so he could hit the final putt. That's you. And I'm giving you the light. That's my fucking car. Let's make picks. No, <laughs> no one, one gives a shit about bagger about. fans. Right? <laughs> uh, the legend of Jim Nance. All right. How about that? There you go. Um, Much more interesting movie. <laughs> look, we got real football games this weekend. Yeah, we do. I think we've had them every weekend, and I'm going to stop you at the risk of you giving the SEC a little too much love here because that's not your favorite thing to do, typically. Oh, it definitely is. Once they hired my boy, Mike One Leach, I'm really excited <laughs> for Mississippi State LSU. Look, I got the TiVo set, even though I don't own a TiVo. You know what I mean. I got the popcorn. No one's fucking with me that day, all right? Kind of stunning. Hail State. Hail State, indeed. Kind of stunning that... That isn't the college game day location this week. Return of the SEC, you know, return of the national championship champions hosting their first game at home. New hotshot coach in the league transfer quarterback. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff in this dynamic that far exceeds Florida State Miami, a rivalry that hasn't well, and, well, meant Florida shit. State, Miami doesn't even have my, uh, Florida State doesn't even have their coach. Mike Norvell. He's got the he's got the virus. Um. Yeah, what, what, who is behind yeah. that decision? Yeah, I don't get it. They're trying to make Miami relevant. You ever feel like that? Uh, well, they, feel like that? let me tell you what, I do feel like that, but I also feel like Miami has done its part, and I get the feeling that even though they're the number one team in your database top 25, you have been uh, selling me the, uh, what's your term for that? Uh, Sell, uh, selling me the magic potion. 
selling me some bullshit that Miami is never going to get good again. And I knew they always had time. I mean, shit, Miami's had like as many players drafted as like LSU recently. You know, that Louisville win was impressive, but it's kind of easy to win. When you have two straight plays right. for 75 yards when the other that team no one guards. doesn't have a secondary. <laughs> and they have 11 in the box. <laughs> uh, perhaps. I think you could be honest up there. But look, this weekend, we got big time games. I'm really excited for our slate. We're going to go game by game, but but there are some big time games. Obviously, Notre Dame Wake canceled. Um, so I'm glad that game isn't on the schedule because I could care less about watching that one. <laughs> But uh, let's start it off Thursday night, Patty C. UAB South Alabama. I am. I did a solo preview pod for this one. I did a. Uh, I got. I got the Blazers. I think the Blazers handle this one. Uh, Blazers got a blessing in disguise when Tyler Johnson got injured. Their quarterback, Tyler Johnson the third, I should add in. Uh, he got injured, and he is the worst of the two quarterbacks in my opinion. But yet he would get most of the reps because he's the veteran QB. Mm. So I think the loss of Johnson helps UAB's offense. They got some prolific receivers. They got three good running backs. I think they're going to roll against South Alabama, who also has been running the two QB system, even despite one of their guys being banged up. I got the Blazers. Uh, Interesting pick. Um, I'm locking it. He's locking it. I got it at minus five. Look, I don't know. Shop around. I see it at minus six right now. It was minus five this morning. I'm going to tell you you're crazy. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. Uh, first game for um, UAB was against Central Arkansas. Um, somewhat of a dogfight, 45 to 35. I know that's why? a little Central Arkansas Bears. A covered. little misleading, but if you see Central Arkansas's other game on their schedule, a 24 17 dogfight against Austin P who has since gone on to get blown out by both Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. So if that's any uh, indication of the level of competition they got against central Arkansas, it didn't prove much. And then they go out and they get outclassed in the second half against a decent Miami team. Oh, uh, they played Miami better than Louisville did. That's true. That is true. And Um, they had half their defense out for COVID. That is also true. Um, So UAB a bit of a mystery still. I mean, they were very good last year. Um, now South Alabama, on the other hand, played well, got a win against Mississippi state. Uh, basically Tulane had the exact opposite week, <laughs> two yeah. weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. They were what down? Uh, they, were, they were getting their ass kicked by South. They were Alabama. up 24, nothing against Louisiana or against, uh, no, they were first, uh, down 24, nothing against South Alabama. Was that yeah. the, and then they come back. No, 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 no. Against South Alabama it wasn't 24, nothing, but it was like, it was like they were up by double digits. Okay. South Alabama so they were down was, significantly yeah. against South Alabama, came back and won. The next week, they were up significantly against Navy. And they were up 24 nothing against Navy. That's what it and is. Then and then choked yeah. it away. So, all that to say, I'm a real but, statistician but look, over Steve here. Campbell but. at South Alabama, that's their head coach. And he starts. So, game one happens. Um, they upset Southern Miss on the road. Money, a double digit dog. They win outright. And then he started, he does the classic two quarterback system starting. Yeah. And that's what cost him, in my opinion, against Tulane is they ruined their tempo and you, you blew your lead. So you think then fate has intervened on behalf of uh, South Alabama? Well, ironically, UAB was doing the same thing. Oh, UAB is the one who's a no. uh, quarterback got yeah. hurt. Okay. Yes. Now I'm c- crossing them all so up. Both, both teams have been running this two, maybe because of COVID. Yeah. But 
South right. Alabama staying in the two quarterback system and uh, UAB is not Lucero and this kid can throw. That's a right this there kid can throw. And that's they got a some strong players. point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride UAB NC Nick ride UAB. You're on South Alabama. It should be a good game. I am not super confident about this five points. How Seems confident like- are you on Friday night's uh, middle Tennessee UTSA action? Uh, not at all. I mean, it's hard for me to formulate an opinion about UTSA when I don't get to spend that much time watching them. If I'm being honest, I thought you were a roadrunner guy. I am a roadrunner classic. Uh, All right. We'll talk. This about is based on the fact that middle Tennessee shot the bed against army, which doesn't look and so bad against Troy. That's true. I think middle really, Tennessee really hasn't gotten within what? 35 points of anyone this year. So, so putting them within five and a half points of anyone seems like a worthwhile bet to make. Runners, yeah. Huh? Give me the red runners. Uh, okay. Now we're getting to Saturday's action and I can't wait for this game Saturday morning. I'm honestly, I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for this game. Patty C. Yeah, buddy. Um, we got the Kentucky. Wow. Cats heading into, heading into uh, the Auburn, Alabama, where it's going to be interesting here. I, I mean, look, by the way, this line opened at 10. Auburn was a 10-point favorite. It got knocked down to 7. Now I'm seeing it back at 8. Keep an eye on this one. I like Kentucky and the money line, Patty C. Mm, wow. Very confident. I'm taking. I'm going to lock up the I'm going to bet the 8 points still, but I'm saying... Um, I'm also going to, I'm also going to sprinkle some of the money line. Well, let me, let me really tell you team. why I think you're outside of your mind here as good as Kentucky has been. Yes. Right. Let's take a look at Auburn's body of work last year. Okay. That includes right off the bat, a win against uh Rose bowl champion, uh, Oregon. Yep. Okay. Uh, a loss. One of their only losses to orange bowl champion, Florida, uh, another loss against national champion LSU and a third loss against Georgia, which I don't know if they won anything in particular last year, but let me see what Georgia ended mm, up winning. You don't think maybe, maybe perhaps the loss of, you know, these, uh, perhaps a guy sugar bowl Derek champion, Brown. Jordan, uh, Georgia rather. Uh, what's that loss of, uh, no, I think, uh, Auburn is a team that reloads. I think those defensive linemen make a huge difference. And I would also say just in general, like, uh, they lose both their corners from a season ago. I mean, uh, like they lose two tackles. Auburn reloads. Look, there's they're 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 tier two of the SEC, and they might even be there all by the no. They're probably right there with you. I say Alabama and LSU are tier one. Well, you know who has one of the best offensive lines. Florida, in the nation? Auburn, Georgia, tier two. You know who has one of the best offensive lines in the nation? Perhaps the best if you really cut into it. It's like Kentucky Wildcats. And they got a veteran QB who I think is better than Bo Nix and Terry Wilson. He's back from injury. I think that's safe. safe I think say. the Wildcats are going to come into Auburn, Alabama. And I'm sorry, War Eagle fans. I'm going with the Wildcats. <laughs> uh, I'm locking it. Wow. Take the eight points. I'm putting the lock on. This is a team that went eight and five last year and three and five in the SEC. He thinks they're going to money line the Auburn Tigers. Yes, I do. You're crazy. He, Patty C is on Auburn NC Nick. It will pick that game. Check the spreadsheet. It'll be up on sports And I will tweet it out on Friday. Um, moving down the line. The uh, sticking with staying with the wildcats. 
The Wildcats of Kansas State at <sighs> Oklahoma, Patty C. <laughs> this was one last year that I believe I called. Yes, you I did. I called K-State to beat Oklahoma, and it happened. <laughs> Clairvoyant Colby Dant. Now, K-State off a loss two weeks ago to Arkansas State, coming into Norman, where we don't really know how good Oklahoma is because they played a team called Missouri State that probably couldn't beat a high school team. Um, Spencer Rattler, there's a lot of hype. He's and good. Looking at what Kyler Murray's doing in the NFL, I'm sure, perhaps, he's on to something. Um, yeah. Good to see Lincoln Riley not churning out busts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 28 points though. Vegas saying, Oh, you by 28 awfully big spread. I think that's too much, especially when you consider that Arkansas state, uh, who Kansas state lost to in week one or whatever week it was, uh, is actually kind of decent. Yeah, they are. Good. You know, it's not a terrible loss. And the fact that no fan, I mean, what? 25% fans. Yeah. The, the, the little apple, uh, didn't have its usual moxie. So, um, yeah, 28 points is just too much. And I think that Chris Kleiman's a better coach than that. Oklahoma looked amazing through a half. I'm taking the 28. I think I am too. That's a lot of points. I'm not locking it, but I'm taking the 28. Uh, you guys, it's the same thing as we always say, like, don't overthink this. Use the simplest stats at your disposal. And, last year's game is usually a pretty good indicator of what's going to happen yeah. this year. Even for a revenge spot, I'm like with no, even Oklahoma only has 25% fans too. So it's like, I don't think it's going to be some clear cut, just Missouri state style school. Yeah. 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 Uh, moving down the line. This is an intriguing game. Georgia Southern who had 33 players out two weeks ago. <laughs> they rallied down double digits to Campbell to get the dub. I don't know the status on these 33 players or those 33 players, but they take on the, the Louisiana Lafayette raging Cajuns who last week won an overtime against Georgia state, a team that I said to take the 17 points. <laughs> and this is tricky for me, Patty C because I, it, depending on how many people are out, you're going to have to do some deep background work here to check out. Uh, you, you have 33 players are out. Stay away from this game. That's the only reason why I'm not locking it. Yeah. But if they just get 25 of those players back. Yeah. I feel decent that this is a for sure cover. Georgia Southern runs the triple option. It's going to bleed that clock. Lafayette. uh, An overtime game. You think, you know, I don't know. I just think Georgia Southern could, could play with them. It's a big spread. Let's take a look real quick. Just remember what they've both accomplished. Now, Massive asterisks next to game one. Georgia Southern beats Campbell. I believe they had to come back on him, right? Yeah. 27 to 26. Campbell has since lost at Coastal Carolina. Covered. They covered 43 to 21. Go Camels. Go Camels, right? And then here we have uh, Louisiana um, Lafayette, as we like to call them, uh, with a win at Iowa State and then an overtime win at Georgia State. Jeez. That's that second game is really where it gives you pause about having them cover Georgia state, a bowl team a season ago, a team that went into <sighs> Knoxville and beat your yeah. mighty sec, Tennessee Vols. I was thinking about flipping, but you're right. It is going to be Georgia Southern on the cover. Yeah. The only thing that would stop that I truly believe would be if they have a shit ton of players yeah. out with COVID. We shall see. The, but, uh, the, ha- the, the hardest thing about this handicapping is the uncertainty of not knowing who the fuck is playing? It's not like right. the NFL where we get, where we get a report. 
Right. Here's, here's one thing that I don't know. Like I'm going to show how stupid I am, which you guys already know. But if you have 33 guys that got tested positive for it, right. It could have just been contact tracing though. Well, I don't even understand what that is. It means if you were with someone, oh, you were with someone had it. that had it, so they didn't t- test positive for it. I don't know. I, look, I don't know all third. Maybe some did, maybe some didn't. Yeah, I haven't really specified. But, um, but if you, if they had tested positive, and then what did they just go away in a week? Like, no, it's two weeks. Two weeks. They but, haven't played in two weeks. But how long does that stuff stay with you? I don't know, and I don't. I think conference by conference, the protocol is different. Yeah. So. I probably played. how long is that bad air uh, yeah, floating a lot around? Of bad air out there, man. <laughs> but give me Georgia Southern. I mean, like I said, I just give me if they could just have like five players out. I still like Georgia Southern to cover this thing. I agree with you. Um, moving down, but but I will say Lafayette, man, the Sunbound is going to be fun as shit to watch this year. I, I'm really loving these games. That Georgia State game was great. Uh, App State doesn't look like the same App State. I still think there'll be a player in that conference. But Arkansas State's up. And, uh, you know, you're seeing Coastal Carolina look good. You're seeing South Alabama. They're, they're going to be a tough out. It is a Even conference State, on the rise. Texas State's offense can do things. The only clear shit program is, is Louisiana Monroe. I would like to, you know, if, if we have the database top 25, maybe it might be worth doing a database conference rankings to see where you would oh, have like Sunbowl, like uh, the Sunbelt. Well, right now, since we can only... We haven't seen the SEC play. And head-to-head is a pretty vital part of uh, your rating system. Well, right now, I would probably say, I guess I'll give the ACC number one because Notre Dame and Clemson. Okay. Second would be Sunbelt. <laughs> right? Third, yeah. would, third would be AAC. Yep. Fourth would be Big 12, and fifth would be Conference USA. <laughs> Especially after Tulsa almost won and still Those are won. your new power five. Those are the power five for 2020. <laughs> That's all the ones I got right now. <laughs> UMass is bringing their football program back, Patty C. Boom. Who'd have thought UMass o- had... October 24th. They're bringing it back. Bigger cojones than UConn. Exactly. Man. Uh, moving down the line, Louisville. It's fresh off of the g- greatest defensive performance I've seen. Uh, hits the road to go to Heinz Field to take on Pitt. Patty Ooh. C, I was on... Louisville, I was on Louisville first. Yeah. At first when the line was higher, it's dropped some. And then after consideration of like, yeah, I like Louisville's offense and I think they could give Pitts some problems, but Pitts got a money defense and that's Narduzzi's specialty. Although Pitts offense looked like complete dog shit last week, they got the win. And I think Louisville's defense might be bad enough that even a, a, a shit offense can look great against. <laughs> Well, you know, that's true. So I actually think, yeah, you said, you said, uh, you think Pitt has a shit offense? Well, last week they did. Last week they did. Well, to, 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 you know, thanks to Trevor, by the way, for providing us yes. amazing previews once again, backing what you just said. Pitt, first in the nation in rushing defense through two games, only allowing 26 yards rushing per game. Pretty crazy stat right there. That is, I mean, their D line's nasty. Their secondary is good. Held Syracuse to only 170 yards of offense. Pitt leads the all time series, Patty C, nine to eight. They're six and five at home. Um, no. Kenny Pickett's got to play a better game. Yeah. Because he can't be thrown into triple coverage. But then again, if it's Louisville, there might not be any coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the Miami game, they just didn't guard players. 
I mean, that one running back had a touchdown, 75 yards. He didn't get touched once. Yeah. Yeah. Louisville put on one of the worst defensive performances we've seen in recent history. Uh, now, like you said, the fact that uh, Pitt ha- didn't look great on offense and looked even worse in the kicking game um, spells a little relief, a little roll aids for uh, Louisville. And then the fact that Louisville's passing offense has been their strength. Um, with Mikhail Cunningham throwing for over 300 yards in both games so far. This apparently, year. he wants to be Malik Cunningham this year. Or, uh, Malik. No, oh, really? Mikhail Cunningham, but now uh, apparently this year it's Malik. Okay. Malik Cunningham yeah. threw for uh, over 300 yards twice. So well, maybe he's a player. Yeah. They actually outgained Miami, but you have to be able to play a little bit of defense to win games, which they could never do yeah. against Miami. And, uh, I mean, dude, this is a tough game. I would never lock this one up. But I think Pitt is the play. At first, I was on Louisville. I think Pitt is the play now. When I think about it, uh, it's really hard for opposing kickers to kick in Heinz Field with the tall grass. Louisville's defense did not look good, um, and I don't think I don't think that's something you could fix in a week. Yeah. So give me the Panthers to get this done. It should be a good game, but yeah, I think Pitt's a pretty safe play. NC Nick is on Louisville. NC Nick is on Louis. He is uh, yeah. spellbound by Malik Cunningham's offensive prowess, but he's forgetting the fact that. Well, Pitt didn't look good last week to me. They yeah. did not. But perhaps they kind of phoned it in, you know? Yeah. I mean, having seen what Syracuse uh, did week one, maybe they let down their guard a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Lane makes his first. Ole Miss Rebel coaching debut. The Florida Gators travel to Oxford, Mississippi. Check it on the stick for everybody. <laughs> uh, Florida minus 14, says Vegas. Patty C, I, this game is another one that kind of got me going back and forth. Yeah. I was on all, I was on Florida at first, and then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Give me Ole Miss in 14. Yeah, well, the fact is you don't really know... Ole Miss is a complete wild card right now. But we know what Rice Plumley's not the QB. It's going to be the uh, what's what's the other guy's name? I'm drawing a blank right now. He see. played for him last year. Started for them last year. Let's see here. I'm drawing a blank. Damn it, Matt Coral. Yes, Matt Coral. Yeah. Uh, I heard he looked good in camp, and uh, 14 points, just a little. I don't trust Florida like everyone else does. Yeah, I Everyone's, don't believe they were as good as what people right. thought they were last year. Uh, this isn't, you know, Urban Meyer or uh, fucking Ar- Spurrier. Spurrier. Yeah, the old the ball coach. The old ball coach at the helm. You know, uh, there's a, still a lot to prove, you know. Oh, well, I think Florida could win by like 10 or 12. And I thought, actually, when I was just thinking about it, when I was repicking these to, to check check myself. Yeah. I thought, man, I could see Florida being up 17. Yeah, three, three minutes left. Sure, miss coming down there, getting a touchdown, making it a ten point game, getting the cover. I just think fourteen's a little too much. Give me the Rebels and Ole Miss. Yeah, especially in Mississippi. Um, yeah, Muschamp was the name I couldn't find there, or not Muschamp. Gosh, uh, no, he was the coach of Florida. No, who's their coach right now? Mullen. Okay, Mullen. Yeah, okay. he just hasn't proven it to me yet that he's the kind of guy that's going to just blow the doors off of teams. I agree. I agree. So. Give me the Rebels to stay within that. Moving down the line, our fighting camels of Campbell in North Carolina 
They're at App State in a home state affair. App State not looking great last week. Can they rebound? Spread is 35 and a half, says Vegas. App State minus 35 and a half. Patty C. Campbell has won me money two weeks in a row, so I know you don't change camels midstream, Patty C. Hello. So it's been said. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard that before. You ever seen that clip of like those two kids like fucking with a camel and the camel just grabs the guy's head uh, and, and throws like, him, throws him like fucking 10 feet in the air. That's uh instant karma right One there. One of the best videos on the internet. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on Campbell here. I think Campbell's got enough offense. I, I look, the scary thing is the revenge factor for app state. Yeah. They, Cause this team doesn't lose much. So I would think they might be razor or, you know, razor sharp focused. Yeah. But I just think Campbell's got enough offense to stay in this game. Their defense sucks, but they have enough offense that I think stay in this thing. Give me a, Give me a 52 to 21 final score. I mean, a 35 and a half point spread is pretty ridiculous considering um, App State only won by 15 against Charlotte and lost by 10 against Marshall. Charlotte was a bull team. Charlotte's a good team, but 35 and a half. Yeah. Give me the camels. Yeah. Easy. You know what? Lock it. That's lock number seven right there. Yes. Patty C is locking the fighting camels. Yeah, buddy. Moving down the line, let's take you to the Carrier Dome, where the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech come into upstate New York and try to give the 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 Q's an zero and three start. Tough <laughs> schedule for the Q's. Opening up at North Carolina, then at Pitt, then home to Georgia Tech. I know Georgia Tech's no no heavyweight, but still, three. They don't even get a cupcake in there. Yep, especially in a season like this, you would feel especially like when your O line is complete trash like that. Patty C, you're on the Q's. I am on Vegas the Q's. Vegas saying Georgia Tech's a seven point favorite. Patty C's gonna back the Q's and he's gonna lock the Q's back to back locks for Patty C. You're damn right, and let me tell you why. Because the Q's, like you said, through three quarters with was within three points of North Carolina before giving it up in the fourth quarter, giving up 21 on the fourth against Pittsburgh. This game was pretty close until late. Um, and well, it's really their, their defense is actually solid. I've been impressed by the Syracuse defense and I've weeks. been more impressed by uh, quarterback, Tommy DeVito than uh, you would think. So I think that for me, uh, Syracuse is better than what they've shown so far, or at least what they are on paper. And then Georgia tech, I think, uh, got exposed for what they really are a few minutes into the, uh, uh, UCF game. See, I'm going to go on the other side of this. Now I'm not locking this, but I like this play of Georgia tech minus the seven. I think they're heading in the right direction. And I think Syracuse heading in the wrong direction. I do agree with that from a program standpoint. I think I agree with you completely. Georgia's tech is on the rise. Syracuse on the fall, but that said they're at right now. They're right about the same point. I've been impressed with seven points giving or getting seven at home. I think I got to go Q's there. I'm going to give me Georgia tech 31. Yeah. Q's 17. What makes you think Georgia Tech can put up 31 points on that defense? I think Jeff Sims might be able to. I actually think the pick six could happen. Yeah. For, for Tommy DeVito. Yeah, for Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Um, might be right. Look out for defensive both, yeah. points yeah. by Georgia Tech. And then I expect Jeff Sims to be athletic enough to give the Qs a couple problems. Yeah, on that turf? Yeah. 
Uh, so give me the Yellow Jackets. NC Nick's going to ride with the Yellow Jackets as well. I'm excited to actually watch that one. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Winning season returns at MyBookie, and winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. It's amazing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are starting uh, where they left off. And the NFL has officially returned in a big, big way. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes week in, week out. Get in on all the action and use the promo code SGP to double your first deposit. Uh, New players get up to $1,000 in free play. You know, this thing is actually great. You got to do this. You got to do this. Bet with the best this season. And uh, for your chance to win big, use the promo code SGP. Like I said, double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. So check them out. Patty C. Let's dabble back into what I am just. This is the game. This is the upset that nobody sees coming. <laughs> All right. UCF fresh off of beating the big boys. You might remember UCF took a loss to Tulsa last year. You, uh, well, UCF. Yeah. Well now UCF travels to Greenville, North Carolina. Will where? yeah. Okay. No fans. <laughs> but you better believe those parties of 400 that uh, that CNN was making fun of of Greenville for, right? Those are still firing. Those are firing away. And, and Don Lemon, you ain't going to stop that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? I got the Pirates. Plus the 27. You know I'm an ECU guy. Sprinkle some on the money. No, I don't the know about the booze Take the 27. Isn't, yeah, money line. Get out of here. But yeah, 27, I think you're right. I think... Uh, Look, having seen enough of Mike Houston while he was national champion coach at James Madison University, the greatest university on earth, um, <laughs> of course, steps down career-wise, uh, getting old, has to take a lower job at ECU. Oh, oh, <laughs> but funny. the coaching abilities are still there, and I think 27 points is a lot. I think UCF giving up. You took uh, UCF. I did. Wait, no, I didn't. Well, I'm reading your spreadsheet. What, what's going on? You I think I'm switching. There you I'm go. Switching. Yeah. Um, he does change horses. Midstream. I do. I do change horses midstream. <laughs> um, look, I thought uh, UCF, you know, was impressive. They were throwing the ball all over the field, but I do think UCF's got some issues defensively. And I think Mike Houston's a good enough coach to keep this within. ECU is going to be better. Than people realize this year. I smashed that over ticket in Vegas yeah. on wins. Look, I think UCF's going to get the win. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think ECU is ready to win this one outright yet. But give me the cover. Let's go, Pirates. Let me ask you this. Let's take a quick look into the future at UCF's uh, remaining schedule. And I guess with all five power uh, conference, power five conferences playing ball, it's a tall task for UCF to get consideration for the playoff, especially with no marquee non-conference games to uh, do. But are they going to go undefeated this year, UCF? Uh, I think there's a strong chance. I think I called for that in our preseason AAC once they, you know, redid the schedules. I do believe you did. At ECU, you're saying win. Tulsa at home. Win because of the revenge factor. 
I think Tulsa's going to be better this year, though. That's I locked Tulsa over the winter. Tulsa was good. Dude, if they would have won that OK State game, I would have been halfway there. Yeah, they might have had a playoff. I got heavy cash on Tulsa over one and a half. (laughs) Oh, no, man. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to make it. They're going to make it. Uh, They get a bye week and go to Memphis. Dangerous. Dangerous. Dangerous game. Home against Tulane. Win, but dangerous. Wait, the official name of their stadium is now Bounce House? Bounce house, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't realize that <laughs> that had gone official. Um, at Houston, also dangerous. Yeah, but I think I think they're far better than all those teams. Yeah, bye week hosting Temple should get a win there. Dangerous a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think if it's yeah. Then hosting Cincy. I mean, they could get bit by one of these. They're going to get bit once. I think they're going to run the table, but. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise you if they got bit once. We'll see. Uh, moving down the line, the Panthers of Georgia State, who I just cashed in on last week with 17 points against Lafayette. They traveled to my other team that I've been riding. Patty C knows I've been riding the 49ers and Will Healy. I'm, I'm jumping on board. Jumping on board, yes. Right now, Georgia State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, meaning Charlotte's getting two-and-a-half at home. Lock up these 49ers, buddy, because Georgia State just went to overtime, lost a heartbreaker, and that was at Georgia State. That was in Atlanta with fans there. Now they got to travel to Charlotte. No fans there. I take am on the 49ers? jumping on the Will Healy bandwagon, even though that was they were Georgia State was impressive in their loss. No, I like both these programs. I just think this Charlotte team can play. Now, I will say this. I am curious on the status of... Chris Reynolds, the the Charlotte quarterback that was going to miss the North Carolina game. He might be back. I don't know. I don't have an update. I Googled this thing. But if not, then Redshirt Jr. Dom Schofner will start. Uh, so, I mean, look, they got a Redshirt Jr. If not, but I just believe in Healy. I think he's a quality coach. By the way, Schofner transferred from uh, uh, Monroe College, a junior college in, in up, upstate New York. Um I don't know. I just got a feeling that Charlotte's the better team here. I think they are too. I think, uh, you know, getting two and a half points is at home is great for them too. Yeah. I was tempted to lock it, but just, I locked it. You did lock it. And I had it locked a second ago, but I just pulled out, <laughs> pulled out. Uh, I'm not that confident. Well, I, I will say the quarterback uncertainty. I will be, there's a potential that this, that I don't have this game locked come Saturday morning if I hear that Reynolds is for sure out. Okay, pay attention to the Periscope Saturday yes. morning. Yes, Saturday morning Periscope, nine or eight a.m. West, eleven a.m. East. As there I try go. to figure out <laughs> our time, he's zones. a real mathematician. Here. Um, next up, the Florida International, the airport, the Florida International Airport yes. at Liberty. Look, Liberty. Looked really good last week, Patty C. I was really impressed with Liberty's play. I I think, uh, I mean, you know, they got our boy coaching there. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Hugh Freeze, who everyone keeps talking about the Southern Miss job for. (laughs) But I like what I saw out of Liberty. FIU hasn't played a game yet. They had a game game canceled. Liberty looked... Wait, that was FAU. Almost as good as Louisville did against uh, Western Kentucky, so... Uh, impressive win for Liberty. Um, they just looked the part. They looked good. They were in control of that game. I felt like the whole time they just looked like a good team. So I'm going to go ahead and I watched a lot of that game. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, the Liberty will cut. I mean, 
I don't know much about FIU since they haven't played yet. Yeah. I mean, I can sit there and tell you the returning starters and all that stuff, but I just don't know. I'm, I'm just going to trust the week, you know, so a team that's gotten to play and they went on the road and did that. The Western Kentucky won nine games a season ago. Give me the flames. Give me the flames to get it done. Boom. I'm liking your confidence. I didn't lock it, but I, I like it. NC Nick likes it as well. Moving down the line, Patty C, we got a big time Big 12 matchup. But before I get to the Big 12 matchup, I want to tell you that, uh, well, the College Experience Sports Gaming Podcast were brought to you by DraftKings. And yes, last week is in the books, Patty C. And now it's time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes. Uh, up for grabs. And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, yeah, seriously, head over to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel what they say is the sweat, Patty C, like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. And it's really simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. All right? Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. You, you want to be a millionaire? Come on now. Don't miss out on this uh, NFL Week 3 action. Enter the code SGP to get a free shot at millions, as I mentioned. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain, baby. All right. Um, I feel like that's like something Duke Nukem would say. Make, make it rain, rain. baby. Um, <laughs> now uh, that's an obscure reference. How, how many, what percentage of our uh, uh, listeners do you think? Five percent? Go five. No, Duke Nukem. I got, I got a big, big time feeling that Duke Nukem's demographic hit the Midwest pretty heavy. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Because Duke Nukem, let's be honest. Let's talk about Duke Nukem. He's basically Brian Bosworth with a gun. <laughs> right? They're like, dude. What can we do? These other games. Yeah, we, we, we're trying to make the biggest yeah. badass on earth. We take a guy like Brian Bosworth, right? And we show him with a gun walking into strip clubs and telling girls to <laughs> shake it, baby. Right? <laughs> and boom, you get, you get Duke Nukem. I'm going to pull up a picture. It, it, I'll put it like this. It, it sold me. I was in the store and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this? <laughs> This looks like Bosworth you with know, a gun and a chick. And the only you know thing I mean? that he's missing is the uh, is the headband. Yeah, so and the headband, you know, I don't know. They probably, Same hair, the sunglasses. Bos probably probably they probably had the headband yeah. on there and it was Bos going. And, and Bos yeah. sent him a little uh, <laughs> yeah. season assist. Yeah, yeah, right. season assist. Yeah. Um, so where the, what the hell am I talking about now? I'm talking about Iowa State at TCU, Patty C. Yeah. Um, Cyclones. Fresh off a loss two weeks ago to Lafayette. Kind of a letdown. A lot of people had the Cinderella team in the Big 12 being Iowa State and Matt mm. Campbell. But I was not buying into that shit, especially when you take away the fans of in Ames. You know what yes, I mean? The cornfields. And now they travel. Not so too. dangerous without the children of the corn. Yes. And now they travel to the decapitated blowjobs, man. Yes. They travel to, uh, to, to, to Fort Worth to take on TCU. Now, unfortunately... Sophomore Max Duggan, who for you know two thousand yards, fifteen touchdown, ten picks a season ago, he looked really good. I was really impressed with him as a freshman, but uh, but due to COVID testing, the media doesn't cover this one. Patty C, 
Yeah. They found an irregular heartbeat in Max Dugan. No, he Ooh. didn't have COVID. They found something that's potentially saved his life. So would you say college football saved his life? I would say college football saved his life. Football saved his life, potentially. Yeah. Like a health, like professionally yeah. speaking. No one, no one mentioned that story. I didn't see that story on ESPN. That's not what they want you to see. Didn't see it on the news. The war on football <laughs> persists, but we're we're fighting back. Yeah, we're fighting. The this good fight. is the resistance, and it starts with Duke Nukem, baby. That's right. All right, look, I, uh, I like so walk on quarterback Matthew Downing will, will will is the starter. That scares me a little bit, but one thing I know about Gary Patterson is he's going to have that defense fired up. Twenty mm, seventh in the nation last year. Yeah, they got seven back on the defense. Sure, they lose the corner to the NFL, but they led the Big Twelve in total defense, which I guess means a little bit. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, Very little bit. Yeah, <laughs> means they got one tackle for loss on the season. <laughs> um, but I, I just think you know, I'm sure. Look, this is a game that I'm staying away from gambling wise. I like, I like, you know, I'm a big fan of both these coaches. But I, I expect Brock Purdy to rebound because he going 16 of 35 against Lafayette. Yeah, laying a pretty big egg. There. Not going to win many games. I know Lafayette's good, but I'm saying that's just a horrible percentage. So, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, if they threw me on the field right now, what do you think I could complete out of uh, 35 passes? Colby, I don't think you I think I think you'd be out of the game after like I just walked the first miles <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> All right. Hiked. Boulders, rocks, water. That's true. Colby is the Duke Nukem of the hiking game. Dude, I felt like, remember when Rocky was training in Rocky Four? Mm -hmm. He was over in like Russia. Yeah. That was me yesterday. Yeah, right? but you went up like a, a 20 foot incline. 12 <laughs> miles, motherfucker. All right. All right. All right. Let's do this. Now, I will say, I'm, I feel like Patrick Ewing right now <laughs> in the Sonics because I, my body is sore. All right. Um, where am I at here? Uh, no, but I think, look, TCU is eight and three all time against Iowa state. They're five and one at home against Iowa state. Give me TCU. Yeah. They're catching points. Yeah, exactly. At home. I'm taking TCU all day. I don't trust, I don't trust Iowa state, uh, especially like, like I said, if it's in Ames, I don't know what Vegas is thinking on this. Yeah. They really must, uh, be throwing shade at this new quarterback. Are you going to lock this thing? Uh, I'm not. Okay. I don't know enough about it, but uh, I NC certainly Nick, would be favoring NC TCU. Nick's on TCU as well. Yeah. All right. Let's go down to Tulane at Southern Miss and Patty C. Willie Fritz did me a solid last week. It's not often. <laughs> you know, over the past few years, Tulane, Tulane's been one of my darlings, right? They have. Well, last week I locked up Navy on the road and after Tulane went up 24, nothing. I thought, <laughs> man, I locked this one too. I think. In favor of Tulane. Yeah. But but I was on Navy. Oh, you were on I Navy. I faded my, my green wave. Oh. Right? So Willie Fritz did you a he solid by... He did me by, a solid again. By sucking by ass. By being horrible in the second half with some questionable clock management. But the green wave now head to Hattiesburg, Southern Miss, where Patty C's Hope and Rich Rod will be the next head coach. And, uh, and, and Southern Miss, by the way... Blew a game to Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech had a ton of players out for COVID. Southern Miss was up a lot of that game. La Tech. And my boy Skip Holtz got the late w victory. Um, I'm on, I'm on green wave here. I think Tulane's actually good. Yeah. I think they, they, they pulled a classic Houston Oilers 92 or 93. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it I was one of the I worst. I think if they were to play Navy five times, they would get 
three or four of them, right? I don't know that that's even an impressive stat against that Navy team. Well, they also beat South Alabama at South Alabama. And that I think, is... And South Alabama already went to Southern Miss and smacked them. Hmm. You see my? You see what I'm doing here? He's, he's using this... Uh... If A equals B and B equals C, then... A diversion. A equals right. a diversion. Uh, <laughs> I am on the green wave, and I'm locking this one. Tulane minus three at Southern Miss. They're going to get this thing done. I think they might roll in this one. I think, uh, I think Fritz is going to get after them after that collapse from a week ago. Give me the green wave in Hattiesburg. I'll ride it with you. Do it. I Do will it. ride it. Frank Gore Jr., I'm sorry, buddy. All right? <laughs> Not this week. All right, moving down the line, we got the gold. This is actually a game I'm actually really excited. Yeah, to watch, this is right? this is a fun one. The Golden Hurricane of Tulsa hitting the road again, back to back weeks, tra- traveling to Jonesboro, Arkansas, Patty C, to take on Blake Anderson and the Red Wolves. That's right. I went back and forth on this one. I end up settling with Tulsa because I guess I'm just really hoping they grab a win here so I can get my my cash coming soon. <laughs> but this is a game I was back and forth on all day. Look, at Jonesboro, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas State potentially, uh, certainly making an audition again to get in the American. You know, they should. They, they should. should. And they if they beat team. another American State school team, yeah, you got to do it. Come on, yeah. step up, AAC. Um, you're on Arkansas State. I see here. Um, and there's plenty of reason to with that stud wideout and uh, what eight, Jonathan Adams and then. Uh, the two quarterbacks that Arkansas state has, they both can play. I like Tulsa and Zach Smith. I thought they got their heart broken last week. I thought of some garbage calls as, as you well know. Patty yeah, C. I agree completely. Uh, I think this is going to be a, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. So one I of mean, the best games of the weekend. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel good at all in this pick. Um, so I, if I'm betting on this game, you better have gone to Tulsa or Arkansas state because I don't see a reason why you should bet this unless perhaps it's in a teaser. Um, yeah. Moving down the Stay line. Stay away. Yeah. Moving down the line. This one, Patty C. I'm so, I'm a little surprised about UNC Nick. The Mountaineers of West Virginia travel to Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on the mullet. Mike Gundy and the Oklahoma State team. Oh, will he be wearing his own shirt? I don't know. <laughs> Let me right. ask you this. When you say you're surprised that we went this direction with the pick. Yeah. Is that based on any facts you've watched about either of these teams to this point in the season? Um, well, no, it's, it's about basically because I think sometimes a team gets overconfident in themselves, right? Yeah. And you know, all these things we're saying, I mean, ourselves, maybe, maybe they were listening to the college experience when they said, Hey, maybe Oklahoma state is, uh, you know, there, this is their year, right? Yeah. well, you think that happened? I to think them? it got to their head. And I also think this: when Spencer Sanders went out, huge, huge problem there. Yeah. Right. Because the backup was a JUCO transfer, and he looked horrible. When they went to the, when they went to the third string, the freshman. Yeah. He looked apart to me. Now he gets a week of reps. Spencer Sanders is his status is unknown currently. I think the O line got blasted nationally. I think they're going to, they're going to send a little message. They did. Well, that's, that's the thing is like, you think that they're just going to recover from that, but I saw them kind of getting rolled. Chuba Hubbard couldn't get off. Yeah. 
You know, until yeah. late in the game, a couple, a couple ran off a couple but nice you, plays. You telling me Gundy is not going to be on them? Practice? Oh, he'll be he'll be in that ass. Yeah. But so I got it at minus six here. Shop around. I currently see one at minus seven, but you can find it at minus six out there. Uh, I'm gonna lock up Oklahoma State. Maybe it's because I do still have that future for them to win the Big Twelve. Uh, <laughs> but I just think West Virginia traveling. It's a far trip, and I, regardless if OK, OK State doesn't have a, a full house or not, uh, which they won't, and uh, I just think they're going to get back on. They're going to send a little message. Look, West Virginia has been a program traditionally that's been pretty good. I'm a Neil Brown guy. Neil Brown, year two, turning yeah. it around. Nice week one performance, 56 to 10. They get a bye week going into Stillwater, well-rested. Granted, their opponent in week one, uh, Eastern Kentucky, lost 59, nothing to the other team in the state of West Virginia. <laughs> the state of West Virginia has it out for Eastern Kentucky. Apparently <laughs> 59, nothing 56. What'd they 10. do to you? Right. Come right. on. Uh, they yeah. had better, better alcohol. Maybe, maybe they're just not letting enough alcohol go across the border. Yeah, make, and logical. you know, that uh, upsets West Virginians quite logical. a bit. Uh, NC Nick's on WVU. You're on WVU. I am locking up the Cowboys. Look, I'm going to die hard. Like Bruce Willis with the Cowboys this year. You better believe that. Moving down the line to the game I have been waiting for. Yeah, our game of the week. By far our game of the week. Yeah. The Mississippi State Bulldogs hail state. They travel to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Patty C. Woo! 18 and a half points. Mississippi State's getting 18 and a half. Simmer down. Wait, so let me get this straight. There's like four returning starters for LSU, right? Right. Miles Brennan's barely played. Right? They're breaking in a new OC, a new DC, and you're telling me I can catch 18 and a half points when you got KJ Costello, a a grad transfer, who get this. Oh, he he went to Stanford? I think he might be able to pick up on the air raid better than some of the other quarterbacks that just, you know, (laughs) first started to learn it. So... Look, they only lost by 23 last year yeah. uh, against LSU. And you add in Kylan, I mean, Kylan Hills back at running back. This Mississippi State team's got talent. Love their linebackers, their D-line. Yeah. Patty C, and you're going to tell me there's Death Valley's not Death Valley if there's not that many fans there. Yeah, and you know Mike Leach would love nothing more, and, and we're right there with him. We would love nothing more than to watch in game one him yes. give fits to the defending national champion. Hail State. I'm taking the 18 and a half. And guess what? Call me crazy. I'm sprinkling some on the fucking money line. Patty. I like it. Sprinkling some on the money. line. I like it. That get that massive payout. Yes. NC Nick also on Mississippi state. I, I really can't wait to watch this matchup. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Kind of wish they had made it the prime time game. Three 30 Eastern 1230 Pacific. Well, and what's tough is I think a lot of people point out that like, dude, uh, Leach's teams, they struggled year one. At Texas Tech. They struggled year one at Washington State. Yeah. It's a fair point. Yeah. And there might be some truth to that. But I would also say that those teams weren't very talented. Sure. This Mississippi State team is clearly more talented than any of those teams. Like by by five. Five times over. The one complaint that uh, Colby and I have about the SEC is that, and, and college football in general, not really about the SEC, is that there is too much talent in one conference, right? And 
that being the case, that is a drawback when you're trying to appreciate the game on a national level because it uh, regionalizes well, well, the, the game divi- too much. Well, to me, the divide has happened recently, but I think it's kind of the war on football. It has. And yeah. the South is uh, really, as we see with uh, the SEC and the ACC kind of being the, uh, and the Big 12 even, uh, preserving yeah. college football this year while the Big 10 and uh, Pac-12 still but have their the fingers Big, up their ass. Ironically, though, I think the Big 12 struggles in... They haven't had the most, like they've had very little first round draft picks. Yeah. Not as much talent. I mean, the sec really is. And then the, the TV money, all that to say, well, there is well, a ton of talent the money all too. over the sec. There's the TV money. There's the money that Patrick Peterson yeah, got in a gym bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? But regardless, it all trickles downhill, <laughs> but regardless, I expect this Leeds team to be better. I love the fact you're bringing over KJ Costello. I think, I love the hires. He, I mean, the D, the DC coming over from San Diego State. I like the way they play defense. You're going to see some of that three three five action. I think Patty C. I I, I just think it, I think the number's too high. All right, and I, and I like I, I like I said I think they could be a live dog. Now they're going to need a few breaks probably for that to happen. But I can see Leach dropping a fake playbook like he did against uh, Texas. <laughs> you know? uh, let's see uh, what Nuggets. Uh... Chavar dropped us on this one. Do we have uh... Yeah, LSU had the number one offense a season ago, but everybody's gone. They're including their passing coordinator. And, and then they returned four starters and they have Mississippi States get 13 starters back. I mean, and then they bring in a, it should be 14 starters. I know, I know KJ Costello wasn't with them a season ago, but he's still a guy that's very, very experienced at quarterback. Patty C. I love this spot for my Bulldogs. I know I'm a homer because Leach has been on the program. He sent us up to Washington State, and it was great. But I really just think, even if I didn't know Leach, I would be on Leach right here. I would say, hey, give me the 18 and a half. Absolutely. There's there's too many factors here pointing to, you know, a letdown for uh, LSU and a, and a come up for Mississippi State. When we had Leach on the show, he told me that he was surprised on the size. He, he's never had size like this before. Yeah. And also the explosion. He was like, we were, I wasn't anticipated to be this yeah. explosive. Well, yeah. Washington state versus sec football. You're going to see a little increase in both. So let's do this. Let's yeah, do buddy. this. Hail state. So you're locking it. I am locking it. I'm locking it. And see Nick's on Mississippi state. He's not locking it though. Moving down the line, we got the Longhorns of Texas heading to Lubbock to take on Mike Leach's old school, the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Um, I went back and forth on this one. Texas Tech looked like shit in against the game against Houston Baptist. Got very lucky to win that game. I expected more. I even had Alan Bowman in my DFS lineup. That must have paid off then. He, uh, I think he still did good, but I don't think he did great. He didn't. Houston Baptist's defense was horrible against North Texas. They actually did all right against Texas Tech. He had 430 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, so I guess that's a solid. That, that's <laughs> You'll probably take a that. bad day for a Texas Tech quarterback. That's true. Only two touchdowns. Um, um, I went back and forth on the way. Dude, they, they almost lost to Houston Baptist, who their defense looked atrocious the, the week prior. Um, so I'm I'm gonna ride the Longhorns here. I don't feel good about this one. 19 is mm. a lot of points. You might be right. I'm I'm doing Texas Tech, but I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. I almost went Texas Tech. I'm going back and forth this one, but give me the Longhorns. 
I think that Chris Ash hire might make a difference from the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and then we got a big game coming up next. But before I get to the big game, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with the NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action. You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points that, uh, to give you the best bet recommendation for every game. And it gives you the reason behind why you should place that bet. Um, I'm, I'm actually really serious. This, this, this app is really cool. I use it all the time. I used this in the Georgia state uh, Lafayette game a week ago. Um, now I will say I had my pick made prior, but I wanted to double check and see how it aligned, but uh, it's cool. It's like uh, they're showing you a profile of all this stuff and it's cool. Like you'll see bar graphs on, on percentage of, of whatever team you're picking, how it rates up with their history recently. So it's, it's all the, all every stat metric you could think of also shows you uh, top best bets that have been most profitable to make sure you're cashing in on the right stuff. BetQL has sharp data for the NBA, MLB, NHL, college football, all this stuff. So if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you need to claim uh, exclusive offers from sports books and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL, and you can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for a 20% off your first subscription. Check it out. It actually is really cool. And by the way, shout out to the Colorado Buffaloes for being the first school to make a deal with a casino, Patty C. Boom. Doing it. Boom. Ahead of the curve. I've argued that it's not a football season unless Ralphie runs. So Pac-12, get your shit together. That's right. Get it together. They don't fit into the Pac-12. Get them out of the Pac-12. Yeah, they are a Big 12 squad. Uh, all the okay. They do from a mile high. They, 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 Denver, I would actually argue, is a little closer to West Coast, a lot closer to West Coast sensibilities. Denver. Or uh, Boulder. Okay. Boulder, Denver, same. What are they, 30 minutes apart? Yeah. Yeah. They are certainly, uh, as a town, closer, but I think their style of football fits in better with the Big 12. And that's what we're concerned about yes, on the college experience. Don't give a shit about politics, right? Yeah. Um, Army, the Black Knights traveling to Cincinnati to take on Patty C's Bearcats. Ooh, and you know, Army's my team this year, too. I love them both. Both these teams. Okay. Well, yes. Jeff Munkin, I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. You know I like the back Jeff Munkin. You know I was all over Army beating Middle Tennessee when you and NC Nick were on Middle Tennessee. Yeah, you like were the gutless wonders. You were <laughs> well, army is making a point this season. They can play ball and look Cincinnati. I watched them against Austin P they put, they, they should, they shouldn't have gave up that many points personally. Yeah. 20 points given up uh, 20 points to a team that got blanked by Pittsburgh the week before, you know, makes you hesitate. Is Cincinnati really good or is Austin P just that bad? I'm getting 14 points with a team that runs a triple option that has had drives of 19 and 20 play drives. Yeah. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. I'm pick. taking the 14 and army and give me a lock. You know what? You just convinced give me, me a fucking lock and, and try to look around on this. I'm I saw locking 14 it up and a half too. a couple days ago. Um, wow. Gotta, gotta get a little hook there. That'd be a great hook. Yeah. Hook, line and sinker, buddy. Boom. Uh, all right. This one is the ultimate. Well, let me say this about okay. this uh, Cincinnati army game. Is, I'm excited for this one. 
I am too. I really Very. Am. That's yeah. my, that's actually my second favorite game of the weekend okay. from a personal watching standpoint. Yeah. Uh, talk about an audition for that 12th spot in the American, because there's a possibility that Cincinnati wins the AAC this year, a pretty yeah. solid possibility. Yeah. And if army's the team that's beating them, what are you doing? American. Well, and when you have Navy in your conference, yeah. wouldn't it be great to have both Army and, and Navy? Navy? Yeah. And Tulane, you have three option run heavy teams. Boom. Pretty and cool. it's the American. You yeah. should have Army in there. And Air Force, actually. Yeah, you probably should have but, Air Force, too. Um, dude, I am really excited to watch that game. Yeah. I wonder how Munkin and, and that offense will do against Fickle's defense because I still think, you know, that's the strength of the Cincinnati team is their defense. Yeah. It's going to be very intriguing matchups from an X's and O's standpoint to watch. Let me say this. Now, I know that Army's an independent, and the group of five is the uh, actually the contractually bound team to get one of the bids in the New Year's Six games. Isn't that already dumb? It is stupid. So it, already, almost it already bothers me. Yeah. completely precludes uh, any independent except Notre Dame from getting a spot. Yeah. And Army, you know, they're going to be, even if they go undefeated. It's it's Army. They're probably not. Yeah, they should be. It's the name and, and Americans uh, yeah. pride of America might give them a little extra boost. But still, they're, they're in an uphill battle to get a, a respectable bowl game. Um but I, I will say this: the winner of this football game will play in a New Year's Six uh, bowl game. Hey, I hope you're right. You heard it here first. There you go, Patty. C's hot take, hot, hot, hot. All right, this next one. Let's be quick about because I don't know what the hell to think. UTEP has two wins for the first. They they were two and thirty four coming into the season in the last three years, and they're two and one now. Although they've only played one FBS opponent, and they lost, I think, by fifty six points. <laughs> Um, they travel to Monroe to take on La Monroe ULM. I don't know, Patty. See, I'm writing the minors here just because UTEP is two and one. And I think winning is contagious, and ULM their DC quit like what two weeks ago. They looked like shit last week. They looked like shit against Army. I think you got to take UTEP here, right? I think you do. Uh, you said. Two and zero, uh, or two and one, rather. They haven't uh, beat anybody good. They did get Dude, throttled by Texas, pretty bad. Not a good team, but <laughs> either of these teams, I would actually argue that I think these are since we don't have UMass currently playing football, or Akron, or UConn. These are the worst two teams in football. They're both you very bad. First. It could be a shit fest, but maybe take the points. Maybe the it'll points. be an entertaining shit fest. You never yeah, know. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Sort of watching that one. I'll put, up, I'll put that one on the iPad. There you go. All right. Uh, this is one I'm, I'm intrigued to see your answer on. Duke at Virginia, Patty C. Well, I was pussyfooting, pussyfooting, getting nervous about Virginia. This you line know. opened at nine. Now it's at five. I like the way that it's moved because I am taking yeah. the Cavaliers. I'm and on the Cavaliers, too. What makes me think to take Duke after that performance a week ago? Against Boston College? Yeah. That's like basically six straight quarters of shit in the bed because Notre Dame pulled away from them in the second half uh, the week before, and then they did nothing at home against Boston College. Now they have to go up to Charlottesville against a team that was in the Orange Bowl last year. Um, this defense is, is fully loaded still. Yeah, that's true. And assuming Bronco Mendenhall can pull his normal magic and get some decent production out of the quarterback, which may or may not happen. But if he is able to do that, then you would think, uh, based on Duke's first two games, that Virginia should be more than a five-point favorite. That's why 
Yeah. We're locking it. I'm going to take what well, you're locking. I'm locking it. Yeah. 20, give me Virginia 27, Duke 16. Boom. Wahoo wah. Uh, I'm intrigued to watch that one, sort of. And uh, Virginia as a program is still a sleeping giant to an extent. Trending in the right direction. A state flagship school, and probably the, I believe Virginia produces 10th or 11th most talent of any state in college football. You get. A, a lock on I get a stranglehold on that talent in that state then all of a sudden you couldn't move in the right direction become powerful but UVA needs every win they can get to move in that direction there you go alright this next one we don't have to touch on too much but it is SEC football the Bulldogs travel to Lafayette Arkansas or Lafayette Arkansas what am I to Fayetteville Arkansas <laughs> uh, too much uh, too much to drink over here um, Patty C we know they 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 had the corrupt SEC gave Arkansas and Missouri yeah. and Vandy just death row. Death row. Uh, spreads twenty six. I'm taking Georgia, even though Sam Pittman maybe no might perhaps knows a thing or two about the old Bulldogs. Yeah, certainly should. I didn't catch who uh, was hired as Georgia's offensive coordinator. Uh, that is Jeff Munkin's cousin, Todd Munkin. It's coming over from uh, coming over from the NFL, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Well, he used to be at uh, used to be a head coach of Southern Miss. Used to be at uh, Oklahoma State with Jeff, or not Jeff? Who's uh, at uh, NC the State? Mullet, the mullet. Isn't there a monkin over at NC State? Or no? No, I'm all confused. I don't I, know what you're talking. I about. get all mixed up. Um, what are you doing on this? Uh, I guess I'm taking Georgia. Um, like you said, Pittman might. I mean, the last time I saw Arkansas, they were so bad. Yeah, I think they've been like the worst. I actually think they've they've been worse than Kansas. Yeah, they are oh, terrible. Yeah. They lost to what Colorado State last year, or was it uh, two years ago? Two they years lost ago. to San Jose State last year, and they lost to Western Kentucky. And the year before that, I think they lost to North Texas and Colorado State. They <laughs> they're not good. Yeah, they have been down for a while. Georgia probably hungry to prove a point after a lot of people are taking Florida uh, out of the East this year as the uh, the favorite. Um, I want to say that the quarterback situation at Georgia leaves this a little bit in question though. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Daniels is going to have a good day because it's Arkansas's defense. Give me the Bulldogs to cover that 26. Moving I'm, down the line. We, we got, we got to, we got to bang, bang through these. All right, let's Texas rock. state. The most entertaining team in college football travels to Boston college where you saw the Eagles get a huge win. Looked great. Is that a one-time wonder thing, Patty C? Is that a uh, a one hit? Who's a one-hit wonder wonder band? Uh, my that... Sharona, the Knack. No, they must have had some more than that. I don't know. There you go. I don't think any of our listeners know that. But sure, let's <sighs> do it. Texas State. I went back and forth on this. Give me BC, I guess. I went back and forth on this too. Halfley I'm gonna go. What's that? Jeff Halfley goes two and zero. Jeff Havlin goes two and zero, boss. Oh, I, I do believe that he is going to go two and zero, but I don't think they're going to win by eighteen. Give me Texas State to cover. Texas State's got enough offense to cover that, but I think they're. I think there's magic in the air. In what Boston. if Boston College is just like good this I year? I think there's magic in the air. Give me the BC Eagles minus the eighteen. I don't know why I'm doing that with eighteen points. Normally, I think I would always take Texas State, but you got a feeling. Yeah, yeah. The magic is in the air, feeling, man. Sprinkled right. the fairy dust. We got a we got a battle in Florida, Patty. See Jeff Scott and his Florida South Florida Bulls travel to Boca Raton to take on the Owls. Who, who, who have Willie Taggart and my boy 
My boy, Jim Levitt. You I better see what you believe. Did there. <laughs> you better believe he's got a good game plan for this one. Give me the Owls and FAU minus Woo! five. I almost locked this. Nice. I'm with you. You know what? Fuck it. Give me a lock at Florida Atlantic. I like it. I like the play. Give me a lock. I'm not locking Florida it, but Atlantic. FAU is the play. All right. Next, uh, North Texas, Seth Luttrell. This is another Leech Bowl. Travels to Houston to take on Dana Holgerson. Any team, any game between two Texas teams is a Leech <laughs> Bowl this year. Uh, North Texas's defense gave up a clean, what, 65 last week? Uh, why are we taking them? Because I think they might have enough offense to stay within 20 and a half and yeah. the Houston Cougars. Yeah. I'm taking Houston. What am I doing? I'm on Houston. Houston uh, hasn't played a game yet this year. That's why. Uh, I just switched it. I'm not going North Texas. Give me Houston. Well, North Texas, look, they, they gave it to Houston Baptist, and SMU was good last year, and they're proven to be good again this year. Houston took a step back under Holgerson. Let Holgerson prove something to me before right. I give up well, you, you go. 20 and a half points. All right. Well, I'm taking, I'm taking, I just switched to, to Holgerson. Well, you're a fucking idiot. So <laughs> North right. Texas is the play. All right. Next up, <laughs> Houston Baptist at La Tech. Patty C. Let's not talk about this one much because Skip Holtz is my boy and I hate that I'm going against him. But he could still win this game, but I think Houston Baptist gets the cover. Watch out. Houston Baptist got a pair of wideouts that had over 200 catches combined a season ago. Got a quarterback that airs it out for uh, just about 4,000 yards passing a season ago. And even a, a solid running back that, that has contributed well to their team the past two years. Their defense is not very good, but I think they cover against La Tech. Uh, I see you're on that too. I am. I'm, I'm riding with it. I do think that that's a lot of points. Houston yeah, Baptist is playing well been hit with that COVID pretty bad too. Yeah. Uh, then well, another FCS one, Stephen F. Austin, SMU. We are both going yeah, SMU. Houston Baptist only lost to two by two at Texas tech last yeah, week. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You got to ride with 23 and a half. Let me ask you about this one. Alabama at Missouri, Bama getting minus 27. I almost locked up Bama. I had it locked up and then I took it off. I feel really good about this, but I had it at 20. I actually bet it at 21 last Sunday when, it, when the lines first dropped. Yeah, it's up to twenty-seven. Patty C. Alabama's gonna. I'm just worried about the backdoor. I can see Bama putting in the backups. Forty-two uh, nothing. You know what? Nick Saban has a little bit lost his stranglehold. Who needs to, to make that? Is one? this two two years? When Are was the last time they won? Trying to lock in it. I'm I'm not trying to convince you to lock it, but you almost. Uh, I'm not locking it. I'm not. Yeah. I can just see them up forty-two-three, and he pulls everybody. And Missouri adding two touchdowns late. I don't know. How much has Bama lost in the uh, COVID? They seem to have kept it together pretty yeah, well. The virus didn't. They, they had the cure down there. Right? <laughs> Nick Saban's got the cure to everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Ace Per Head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book but don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace for Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceforhead.com slash SGP. That's aceforhead.com slash SGP. All right. We're at the final stretch here, man. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Nick Saban is 
he's he's an amazing politician. He Nick Saban should and probably will be governor. You of, talk about Tommy Tuberville or Nick Saban? <laughs> well, Tommy Tuberville already <laughs> is. And Nick Saban will be his successor, I'm sure. As uh, I don't understand the football coach to politics move. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, who knew? And Unless then, you're Bosworth. If Bosworth wanted to do it, I'd co-sign it. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, he should definitely if be. Jim McMahon, my boy Jim McMahon, who's been on the show. Yeah, wanted to uh, make that trip. I'm going to back it. Yeah, Jim McMahon for president. But Tuberville? No, nah, I'm not buying it, man. I don't know what you. I don't know what you guys uh, now. Hey, that doing. is, he is. That dude has. Exchanged dirty money so many oh, times in his life that used car salesman. All yeah, over him. He, he he knows that, that he game. He was a born politician. That's man. true. <laughs> uh, Florida State Miami, Patty. See the rivalry. Kind of my favorite rivalry in college football when it's good, but it is not good right now. It's uh, a dud. I'm taking Miami minus the ten. Uh, Norvell out with uh, COVID. Is that a blessing in disguise for for Florida State? Florida State, maybe based on all the uh, offseason uh, troubles they had related with him, uh, Marvin I th- Wilson. I think Miami's going to roll. I almost locked this. Miami's been looking good, but look, Florida State shot themselves in the foot against Georgia Tech plenty of times, right? Well, that's because they're not good. That's that is they true. They haven't been good. They haven't been good. But this is a rivalry, right? <laughs> that's true. And Florida State is going to be mad as hell, and Miami might come in a little overconfident here. I can see that. I can see that. I I would take Miami, but I think there's just something about that rivalry that's going to keep Florida State in it. So, Patty C. taking the Seminoles and the 10 points. I'm on Miami. They've convinced me. So, moving down the line, a big one in the SEC, Vanderbilt. (laughs) I wouldn't call it a big one. Travels to College Station, Texas. The line is at 30. And for some reason, I'm on A&M, <laughs> despite several key players opting out. They still have Kellen Mond. They still have, I mean, they actually have a really talented roster when you really analyze it, yeah. even with the opt-outs. And, Is uh, Jimbo Fisher making his money's worth or making Texas A&M well, their money's worth? Kevin Sumlin had a better record thus far. That's true. But is Jimbo Fisher moving it in the right direction? I don't know. There's there's no nothing on the actual record to prove that that's the case. He's been stuck around that eight nine one uh, mark that we thought he would. So you're be. back in Derek Mason and Vandy. I am. Thirty it's, points is too too much. Give me give me the Aggies. The twelfth man won't be there, and they're not going to need twelve. No. Eleven on eleven. Eleven will get it fine. done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving down the line, this is actually a game I can't wait to watch. I wonder how Alan Cooley. Is going to watch this one. I'm sure, he's going to have a few beverages, play some DraftKings. Come on, Alan Cooley. Let's do this. Woo. Although, you're, you'll see what I pick here. The, the Vols traveling to Columbia, South Carolina to take on uh, the Gamecocks. A and truly evenly matched game from a talent saw standpoint. Colin Hill named the starter, who I was all over Patty C, saying that he was going to be the starter. Grad transfer from Colorado State. I like this kid. I hope he stays healthy this year. Gardner Minshew 2.0. Um, Tennessee at South Carolina, Tennessee giving a, or a three and a half point favorite. So you're telling me I can catch three and a half points at home and with Will Muschamp and, and, and South Carolina. I think I looked at that wrong. I thought I, I was looked thinking. at a lot of things wrong. All right. I look, I think Tennessee is going to win straight up. I think it's going to be really close. Um, are you switching it or not? I am switching Get it. Your shit together, South Carolina right? is the pick. I didn't realize. And that, that extra little hook there. Three and a half. Yeah. I'm on South Carolina as well, and I think they ride it on the money line. Give me the Gamecocks. They I like very Colin well Hill. could. I like Mike Bobo. His OC 
at South Carolina's his former head coach at Colorado State, and that offense was good when Colin Hill was healthy. Keep an eye out. I think the South Carolina offense Ooh. will have success against the Vols. Oh, I was happy to see uh, Helinski. I still think Helinski is going to be a good quarterback, but ha- Colin Hill going to be going to be a good addition for South Carolina this year. Mark well, do you word. think Jeremy Pruitt is making those recruiting rankings relevant by having a little bit of a coaching ability to actually supplement? I, perhaps. I, I look. I don't think Pruitt deserves to be fired yet. I think he's still a. He won eight games last year. I know, I know, but people were calling for his head. Tennessee people are morons. Sorry, not everyone, but <laughs> fans of Tennessee football. No, I, I think are they were okay with the way that the season shit crazy. Ended. Yeah, you know, but early on they were all calling. Uh, they for were his calling head. us for yeah. his head early on, probably rightfully so. Yeah, but. I wasn't saying they were calling for it after the fact. I, okay, I, I, poor, poor way of describing that. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I got Carolina. I got Carolina winning that one. Give me the three and a half. Okay, this I'm is one you. that I'm going to lock up. I'm, I'm glad to see you, you lock this up. Of too. course. I, I thought this line, it almost smells to me. Yeah. It's like, they know something. I don't know. I saw coastal Carolina up 28, nothing out the <laughs> gate in Lawrence, Kansas against our boy, Les miles. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're telling me, yeah, I know Dave Aranda's never coached a game. I know Baylor's prepared for like five teams and none of the games have happened, but he still returns. Charlie Brewer. He's got a Larry Fedora offense that I think will be fine. The game's in Waco. Two good running backs. Three good running backs. Three running backs that are, I think are, are skilled. This team played in the Sugar Bowl yeah, last sure year. They lost Denzel Mims. They got hit, you know, with some, with some players. I think the D-line is undersized. Why is this only a 16-point spread? How is it Kansas at Baylor? Baylor minus 16? Lock the shit out of this one for me. Yeah. I know it smells Double so lock, funny. Put all your money on it. It smells so funny though, dude. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. I, I would think this would be like a 26 point spread. Yeah. 24 maybe. Yeah. It, it smells 16. What do they know that? I don't know. Right. <laughs> I want that pilot Patty C. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm surprised NC Nick hasn't made his pick yet on this game. Once again, check the spreadsheet Friday. I will drop it at the Colby D on Twitter. Final two games. NC State at Virginia Tech, Patty C. This line, we have to pick it at 11 because when I first put it at 11, the spreadsheet was out. Yeah. Uh, has it moved? It has moved because of Justin Fuente saying that several players mm. are out for VT. Well, we get it at 11, so. Well, we're putting it at 11 because everyone, like, this is uh, this happened in the past, like, 36 hours. Yeah. And I, when I put the spreadsheet out for everyone to make their picks, yeah. the lines are the fucking lines. We're not going to keep That's switching these because we could do this with every fucking game. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's grandfathered in there. I think that line is down to, uh, the eight now, but, uh, I'm on, we're all three on NC state and, and NC Nick and Patty Sear locking the wolf pack. I probably should lock it too. Let me think about that. Maybe Saturday morning. It might be, but there it uh, is. I mean, I personally bet it. Yeah. I personally bet this game already. You got, you got so, it at 11. Yeah, I got it at eleven. Nice. Um, and then, but but you think NC State wins out outright? Uh no, I think Tech is the better team, but eleven points is for a team that is depleted. Yeah, you know, and Hennon Hooker is not a passer, you know, and NC State is a talented football team, and so I expect it to be a bit of a dogfight. NC but. State defense didn't look great last week. The offense looked looked good, but defense did not look great for the Wolfpack. Yeah, something to keep in mind. And the last game of the night, Patty C, in a game that I'm intrigued to watch, the Troy Trojans. Sun Belt, Fun Belt. This conference is proving to be legit. And here's another true opportunity. The Trojans of Troy traveled to Provo, Utah. Look, I was just in Utah. I was at uh, Zion National Park. I was asking the people, 
what they thought of BYU's team. They said national championship. Oh, so I'm sure that that. Uh, I think the Cougars. I, you know, sounds I'm, typical. I'm actually bullish on this on this BYU team. Yeah. Well, yeah, they throttled a Navy team that recovered in yeah. their second game. You know um, what, man? I'm actually going to change my pick. 15 points is not that much. Now, did Troy destroy Middle Tennessee? Yeah, and I like Troy. Man, but that's 15 points. I just feel like Troy might have enough athletes to keep. I mean, if you put up 47 points on anyone, you know, getting 15 is usually a pretty good bet. But BYU looked. I mean, BYU against Navy, that game should have been worse. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've never seen a team so physically dominated. Yeah. As what BYU was doing to Navy. Agreed. And look, I was on Troy plus 15 a second ago. I just made my, I just changed it. Cause look, all those people, I just got back from Zion national park and the, the people of Utah were telling me national championship. And you know what? Maybe, maybe they're going to, maybe they're, maybe they're onto something. Maybe well, they're going to go undefeated. Here's what they're neglecting to realize. Jimmy Mack won him a national championship. They're right? not in the power five. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Little little tidbit there. Or the group of five. Times have changed. It's not 1984. They're not, they're not in, the they're group, in group of five. Of five. They're, <laughs> they're independent. You're not even going to a New Year's Six. Enjoy the... Jimmy Chonga Bowl. Yeah, there you yeah, go. In San Marcos, Texas. <laughs> um, all right, guys. This is the college experience. Patty C., what's your best play? People ask me, rank our best plays. Uh, I mean, if I wanted to put an absolute... Me top, give me one and two. As, as, Number as, one's Baylor. Number one's Baylor over Kansas. I agree. I think I think I think Baylor would be my number one. My number two is actually going to be Patty C. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it over to give me Kentucky plus the eight. I think if they lose, it's gonna be by seven or less. But I think they're gonna win outright. I think you're crazy, but I like your confidence. So what's your second pick then? We're going to see you get, you can throw a Campbell Campbell's are my second pick 35 and a half against the team that lost last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me the camels. Hey, that quarterback can play, man. Uh, all right. This is the college experience guys. Please send us a five. Just subscribe, share this thing. Give us a five-star review on iTunes or any platform that you listen to this thing on. Take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. I'll send you a t-shirt. We're going to do this randomly. Come on now. Let's do this. We're giving you picks. We're all hitting over 500. We're giving you free cash. Colby's hitting 75% on locks. Yeah. That is free cash. That is free That's a lot of fucking it. cash. You can follow Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. Like I said, I'm at the Colby D. NC Nick's at NC underscore Nick. Those are all of our picks. Check them. I'll see you guys on the Periscope Saturday morning. Please, though, spread the word. Sports Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at DSGP Network. Check them out. Great stuff. Patty C, any last words? Hey. Hail State, buddy. Hail State, baby, and uh, Wahoo Wah, baby. Good to see UVA football getting it going for 2020. There you go, man. Duke Nukem. Final last word. (laughs) This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.